So thankful to see each of you here. Amen. Roger's about to take my Bible away from me. Amen. Turn with us to Psalm 25, please. Psalm 25. We'll read a portion of Scripture there. Psalm 25. Larry, it's so good to see you in the house of the Lord with us. Uh, family got to been together this weekend, and Larry's come to the house of the Lord with us. So glad to see you here. Psalm 25, verse 5. The Bible said... And this is one of the, great, the greatest thing that can happen to anyone. Lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. What a wonderful prayer. Lead me in thy truth. Teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Verse 6, remember O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindnesses, for they have been ever of old. Good and upright, verse 8, is the Lord, therefore will he teach sinners in the way. All the ways, verse 10, all the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. Verse 14, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Now I want you to look at these key words here. Psalm 25, verse 5, lead, truth, teach, salvation. Verse 6, tender mercies, loving kindness, ever of old. Verse 8, good and upright. Amen. Verse 10, mercy, truth, covenant, testimonies. And then verse 14, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. There's that word covenant again, twice in this psalm. And uh, the Bible said in Proverbs 3 and 32, the froward is abomination to the Lord, but his secret is with the righteous. I want to talk to you this morning about I know the secret. I know the secret. Isn't it something? We can know the secret. Anybody? Uh, there was a, uh, uh, a man talking to me recently, and he was telling me that he knew a, a secret thing, and, and, uh, and I, I believe that. And, uh, but I'm so glad that I know the secret today. Amen. And uh, the scripture said, lead me in thy truth. It's wonderful to have the Lord to lead our lives, is it not? And it's wonderful to have him to teach us. If, you know, if we don't have him to teach us, my, we, we make a mess out of our lives. And, and he said, you are the God of my salvation and I'm so thankful today that he is the God of my salvation. And he has tender mercies and loving kindnesses. He has, I notice that, man, that, that is a long word. Loving kindness us. That means there's a whole bunch of them. A whole bunch of loving kindnesses and tender mercies. And they have been 
for a long time, ever of old, from thousands of years, his mercies and loving kindnesses are extended. And then the Bible said, he is good and upright. And he said, oh, all the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. And he keeps his covenant and his testimonies. And then he said, the secret, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he will show them his covenant. And so the Bible said there, I want to repeat that, Proverbs 3 and 32. The froward is abomination to the Lord, but his secret is with the righteous. Deuteronomy, the Bible tells us there, as, as Moses is given his last, speaking his last words to the children of Israel before he dies. And these are the words of the covenant which the Lord commanded Moses to make with the children of Israel. Verse 9, keep the words of this covenant, and do them that ye may prosper in all that you do. Verse 12, enter into the covenant with the Lord thy God and into his oath which the Lord thy God maketh with thee this day. Then he speaks something that's really, really uh, astounding to me, and it's Deuteronomy 29, 29. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us. Oh, yes, there we go. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us. Today, we have those secret things of the Lord and to our children forever that we may do all the words of this law. I am so thankful that we have the secrets this book contains all the blessings that the Lord has pronounced upon mankind. Oh, what a treasure it is to have the Word of God. And so here it is. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed. This book reveals the truth of the gospel and the plan of salvation. Isaiah 45 said this, Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden, I will give thee the treasures of darkness, and hidden riches of secret places. God is speaking to Cyrus. And he said, this is what I'm going to do for you, young man. I'm, I'm taking you. You don't even know me. I've guided you. I've kept you all of your life. And he said, I am going to give you the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which called thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. Verse 5, I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no God beside me. If you're looking for help and hope, and salvation today, you are at the right place. Are you hearing me? You are at the right place because the Lord God, He is, and there is none else, and there is no God beside Him. And thanks be to God, I know the secret. And I'm revealing the secret to you right now. Amen. Jesus Christ, the everlasting Son of God, is here to help and to save and to transform your life. That they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside me. I am the Lord and there is none else. He said in verse 7, I form the light. I create darkness. I make peace. I create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Let the skies 
Pour down righteousness. Let the earth open and let them bring forth. What are they going to bring? What's the skies going to pour? They're going to pour righteousness. Let the earth open up and let them bring forth salvation. And let righteousness spring up together. I, the Lord, have created it. Oh, aren't you glad that He is a God of love and mercy. He is a God of righteousness and truth. And He is the God of salvation. Thank you. My, my. The Bible said in verse 12, I made the earth. I created man. I stretched out the heavens. I command all the hosts of heaven. And he said in verse 15, Verily, thou art a God that hidest thyself, O God of Israel, the Savior. We'll come back to verse 15. Verse 18, God himself formed the earth and established it. I am the Lord, and there is none else. I have not spoken in secret in dark places of the earth. Oh, no. No, this is not, this is not something I tell the children at school. If there's somebody that tries to lure them in, and I've got a secret thing that I want you to do, and I'm going to do all this, they're, they're up to no good. Is that right? I, you know, we're, we're, we've got this thing between us, and you can't tell anybody, and they're trying to lure those children in. I want to tell you something. This gospel is not dark, and it's not in hidden places. This gospel is open to every individual. It is to be proclaimed. I have not spoken in secret in dark places of the earth. I said not unto the seed of Jacob, Seek ye me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. Look unto me and be ye saved all the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is none else. There is only one source of salvation. And it's through Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. Look unto him and be ye saved. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And if you are to be saved, you must acknowledge Jesus Christ and let him be your Savior. He wants to be your Savior today. Revelation, the 13th chapter of the Bible, said in verse 1, he said, I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea. And he had seven heads. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven heads. And one, two, three. Ten? He's got seven heads and ten horns. And upon his heads the name of blasphemy. They worshiped the dragon. I don't want to worship the dragon that's darkness and evil. They worship the dragon which gave power unto the beast. And they worship the beast. I'm not interested in worshiping the beast and taking the mark of the beast. How about you? I want the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, look unto Jesus and be ye saved. All the ends of the earth. He is God and there's none else. No other. And he said, they worship the beast. There was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Oh, aren't you glad that there is a book of life today? 
Aren't you glad there is a book of life today and your name can be written there? It's the will of God for your name to be written there. Those blessed, oh Lord, look at this. Though are names, they that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life. So that tells me that some people's names are and some are not. Amen. And, and it's, the, it's the book of life of the Lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. Oh, I am so glad that I know the secret. And the secret, His name is Jesus. Oh, His name is Jesus. And the Bible tells us in John 1, verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made in Him was life, and the life was the light of men. I told this the other day, and I need to repeat this to you. I read the news article of a man in a Muslim nation. And uh, I, I, I made reference out the other night also about uh, the, the news is coming out of Iran. The world's greatest sponsor of terrorism and the Islamic Republic there. And the Ayatollah Khomeini and all of those things there. They, there is a great revival sweeping Iran. Thousands upon thousands of people are being saved in Iran. And, and all through the Middle East and those Muslim nations, the Lord is appearing to people in dreams and visions and making himself known to them. They say that in Iran, there are millions of people that have gotten saved. They don't have a church building. They don't have pastors. <laughs> they, they don't have any assets. They don't have anything. And it's being mostly, the revival is being mostly led by women. Women are coming. Lord have mercy. And they are leading the people. And they know if they're caught uh, that they're going to be raped and murdered. And, uh, and so they are giving their lives for the gospel. But there was this one man, the distinctive story that I want to relate to you right now. This man said he was in his home, and he said he saw this bright being. He said uh, his uh, he said it was like he, the color of his uh, was like a uh, brass shining, and he was so bright and shining I could not look at his face. And he had the most beautiful white robe, completely covered in a white robe. And he said he came into my home, and he said, "Write what I tell you." And so the man started, got a pencil and a piece of paper and started writing. And he said, I wrote till I fell asleep. He said, the next night, he said, he came back again. And he said, write what I tell you. And he wrote till he fell asleep. He did this repeatedly, repeatedly. This beautiful angelic creature came to him all in white. And he said, he shone with such brightness I could not look at his face. And he said, write what I tell you. You know what this being told him? Amen. This being said, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Oh my this man, when he finally took these documents and began to share them, 
He had never heard the gospel. He had never seen Jesus Christ. He had never had a Bible. And he wrote the entire book of John without any errors because this angelic person undoubtedly was Jesus Christ dictated the entire book of John to him. Oh, God. And I want, and this is how I read it to the children at school. Whenever you see word, that means in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And I want you to understand the word means Jesus. It's a name of Jesus. So in the beginning was Jesus. He is not a created being. He is the eternal Son of God. In the beginning was Jesus. And Jesus was with God. And Jesus was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Jesus was with God in the beginning. All things were made by Jesus. And without Jesus was not anything made that was made. In Jesus was life and the life was the light of men amen this man was saved I want you to get drop down to verse 10 he was in the world Jesus was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not he came unto his own he came to his Jewish people and if you are full of anti-semitism you need to be born again because Jesus Christ is a Jew John the Baptist was a Jew. Oh, John the Revelator was a Jew. Apostle Peter was a Jew. Hallelujah. And you and I are Jews through faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the Bible makes this statement in John 1 and 14. The Word was made flesh. Jesus was made flesh. He took upon Him the form of a man. He took upon Him the form of a servant. The Word was made flesh. Jesus was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father Full of grace and truth. I'm so glad that Jesus was with the Father in eternity. And he, the Bible, according to John 1, Jesus created the heavens and the earth. And I want you to know also, it was the plan of God and the will of God for Jesus Christ to be made flesh and be made into the form of a man and come into this world and to die for our sins and open up salvation to the entire world. I know the secret I know the plan I know the mystery and his name is Jesus aren't you glad of it today oh my my goodness amen the Bible said in Isaiah 45 15 thou art a God that hidest thyself some render it this way truly you are a God who has been hiding himself the God and Savior of Israel it has been translated, truly, you are a God who works in strange and mysterious ways. And he does that too, doesn't he? Amen. Savior God, truly you are a God who works, I like this, he works behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. I love the way Brother Johnson, three weeks ago when he was here, preached to us. Amen. He said, you don't know what God's doing on the other side of the mountain. While you're climbing up the rough side of the mountain, 
You don't comprehend and see what God is doing behind the scenes. Savior God, truly, you are a God who works behind the scenes. Thou art the hidden God. He is invisible in nature. He cannot be traced in his providential dispensations. He's incomprehensible in his essence. He cannot be found out to perfection. His judgments are unsearchable. And his ways are past finding out. Beside Jehovah, there is no God. He alone is self-existent. God alone is self-sufficient. Amen. His holy being is infinite and eternal. God hid himself from the Gentile world for hundreds of years. The Gentiles had no knowledge of the true God and lived without him in the world. There are times of ignorance God overlooked. He winked at and suffered them to walk in their own ways. Now God has made himself known to the Gentiles by his gospel. And he sent conversion to them. Oh, the Gentiles' conversion through the lifting up of Christ on Calvary's cross is truly amazing. Amen. Amen. As the dying Israelites looked on the brazen serpent, what was it? Look and live. Look and live. Now you're invited to look to Jesus Christ and live. You're invited this day to look unto Christ and be saved. You remember Brother Rich and Brother Bridges were the first white men to go into the Kunas, onto those islands there off of Panama in the Caribbean Sea. And they were the first white men to ever go there and live to come home and tell about it. Any white men that went there, you remember many, many years ago, amen, there were the Spaniards come in and slew and they, 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 thought, they thought they were deities and they worshipped him and they killed him and murdered him and so they had a vehement the Kunas and all of those tribes there in the jungles of Panama and Central America have a hatred they had a hatred for white men for what they did to them back in the time of Cortez and Coronado and all of that Amen. but they were the first white men to go in there and preach the gospel and live to tell the story and come out. And when they preached, there was a very elderly Kuna woman there. And when she heard the good news that there was a God who loved her and Jesus died for her, when she heard that gospel message for the first time in her life, she accepted it. And she said her response was, I knew there had to be a God like that somewhere. I always knew there had to be a God. Their idea of a God, he's a big monster ready to suck you up and destroy you. And uh, he sends plagues on you. But I'm so glad tonight or today to know that Jesus Christ loves me. Brother James was right on target this morning. Oh, I am loved. He is my Lord. He is my Savior. And he has redeemed me by his precious blood. Oh, oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, it's just additional proof of God's eternal power and sovereignty. You're in a woeful condition when you strive with your maker and you don't. Don't honor Jesus. 
Are you hearing me? I said, you are in trouble. You're in a woeful condition if you strive with your maker and you don't honor Jesus. Those who trust in God will never be made ashamed of their confidence in Him. You put your confidence in the Lord and He will take care of you. Are you listening to me today? Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 5. The Bible said, I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. Now this book is not just any little diary with a little key that you unlock. But this book is written within and on the backside and it's got seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open this book and to loose the seals? Seven, seven seals. You unlock one and you got six more to go. You unlock two and you still got five. I'm telling you, this thing has got seven seals. And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book and neither to look thereon. And he said, I began to sob. I sobbed and I wept. I wept so much because there was no man found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. Hallelujah. Amen. Sister Georgie, I'm so glad to see you. I forgot to recognize you just now. They saw that. Amen. So glad to see you in the house of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, Don't cry. Amen. Hallelujah. Weep not. I want you to understand this morning that he doesn't want you to weep. Amen. When you get to heaven, the first thing he's going to do, he's going to wipe the tears from your eyes. You'll never weep again. And so he said, weep not. Oh, don't weep. Amen. Don't weep. My, my. So, he said, The lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came... And he took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the twenty four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb. This speaks those twenty-four elders. That is the twelve tribes of Israel. And the twelve speaks of the twelve apostles. The Old Testament and the New Testament are united here. And having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of saints... And they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals to earth, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. I know the secret today. Here it is. Jesus Christ, the eternal Son of God, was slain and he redeemed us to God by his precious blood out of... Oh, but you understand, I got, I got to tell you this. This is only for the white. It's only for the rich. It's only for the educated. No! No! 
spoke. He has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and every tongue and every people and nation. I love Joe Bill Houston's song. He fixes them. He's a fix-it man. He fixes the what? The red, the yellow, the black, and the white. Hallelujah. And he fixes them, and he fixes them right. Hallelujah. It shall come to pass that whosoever, where you are, where you're from, it makes no difference. Your educational status, your financial status, it makes no difference whatever. Jesus Christ died to redeem you to God by his blood, and you can be his child today. I know the secret. I know Jesus. He is the secret. And the Bible said, I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Oh, there's nobody going to heaven but me and my church. Oh, come on now. Oh, there's only going to be 144,000 there. You know, there's some preach that. Amen. Well, I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beast and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. That means 10,000 times 10,000. That gets you up to the millions. And here we go. And thousands of thousands. That's times of thousand times a thousand. There are millions upon millions of people that have trusted Jesus Christ and are in heaven today because of the redemption that is offered to us through and by the precious Lamb of God. Saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power, riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory glory and blessing what a wonderful mouthful that is worthy is the lamb that was slain he's receiving power riches wisdom strength honor glory and blessing seven things are that he received and the bible said in isaiah 48 and 16 come you near unto me hear you this i have not spoken in secret from the beginning from the time that it was that am there am i Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer. I want you to know he has not spoken in secret. He has hidden. It was hidden behind the veil. But today the gospel is proclaimed to every person under the sound of my voice. And every person across the world and around the world. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God that was slain to bring life to you. Jeremiah 23 and 23. Am I God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off? Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, saith the Lord? Do not I feel heaven and earth, saith the Lord. I want you to know the Lord knows you. He knows every infinite and intimate detail about you. He knows you. And so there's no need you trying to hide anything from him. You need to bring it all out. Amen. And that's when we come to the ABCs of salvation. If you acknowledge your sin, if you believe that Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God, and if you confess your sin, you can be saved today. Not next week, not next month. Amen. You don't have to go through a whole bunch of rituals. Amen. 
I told you the other day about the lady saying that, that uh, her sister told her that, that, that the Lord would not hear a sinner's prayer. And I said, well, how did any of us ever get saved if he won't hear a sinner's prayer? Because the scripture says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And so if he doesn't hear the sinner's prayer, how in the world can anybody get saved? Amen. But I'm so glad that he said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. I'm meek and lowly in heart. Oh, thanks be to God. Amen. You can't hide. There's no place you can hide from him. There's no thing that you can say and put it to where God can't see it and know about it. He fills heaven and earth. Amen. The Bible tells us. I'm going to try to come to a close here. Amen. If y'all come to the music, get ready. Romans 16 and 25. Now to him that is a power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of mystery, which was kept secret since the world began. But you understand, it was in the plan of God from before the foundation of the world. Oh, now he's establishing us according to the gospel, the preaching of Jesus Christ, the revelation of the mystery. I know, and that was kept secret since the world began. I know the secret. I know the secret and the secret is salvation through Jesus Christ. I personally know Jesus Christ. And you can personally know Jesus Christ. He can be your and wants to be and is willing to be your personal Savior. Amen. He wants to be your personal Savior. And the Bible said in Ephesians 3, By revelation he made known unto me, this is Apostle Paul speaking, the mystery, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and partakers of this promise in Christ by the gospel. Oh, my goodness. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which is from the beginning of the world, had been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, according to the eternal purpose, which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. You remember? Amen. When Peter was there, down at Simon's house. Amen. And he was there, and they were getting ready to have a meal. And he saw a vision, and all these angels dropped this sheet down from heaven, and all of these four-footed beasts and creatures and all of this stuff come down, and the Lord said, rise and eat. And he said, Lord, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Amen. It happened three times. Amen. Kept happening. Amen. And the Lord said, what I have cleansed, call thou not common or unclean. Hallelujah. I want you to understand today. Amen. When you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior and He washes your sins away, you are as clean as an angel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so they called Peter in. They heard that the Gentiles had received the gospel. He went to Cornelius' house, and while he was yet speaking, the Holy Ghost fell on them, and they began to speak with other tongues. Hallelujah. Oh, those people say, it's just for the apostles. It was just, well, these people here, 
uh, Cornelius was a Roman, and they were Gentiles. And, and, and you tell me it's just for the apostles, and he went and preached to them. And what happened? The Holy Ghost fell on them, and they began to speak with other tongues like they did to the Jews on the day of Pentecost. Come on now. That's rightly divide the word of truth. It is for all believers. Amen. And so they, they brought him in. And the Bible uses this word, they contended with him. We want to know what you think you're doing. You went to these Gentiles. And you preached to these Gentiles. You've been eating with Gentiles. You've been with these Gentile dogs. They are common and unclean and unworthy to be with us superior Jews. And we need to make sure we do not adapt the superior Jewish attitude towards sinners. Make sure you are not condescending to those that are not saved. Amen. Hallelujah. And the Bible said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7, Hallelujah. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world. Which God ordained before the world. Ephesians 1 and 3. While you stand, please. Ephesians 1 and 3. Blessed. Be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as He hath chosen us in Him. Maybe next week, maybe next year. What's the Bible say there? He hath chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he hath purpose in himself I know the secret the mystery of his will is Jesus Christ is your personal savior today and he has been your personal savior I want you to understand this he has been your personal savior even before the foundation of the world hallelujah in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. In the beginning was Jesus. Oh, yes. And Jesus' plan was to save you. He knew, amen, that on October the 6th, 2019, you would be in the sanctuary of the Richlands Tabernacle, and you would need a Savior. And Jesus Christ says, I am the one you've been looking for all of your life. I am the Savior. I will wash you. I will redeem you. The Bible said, Colossians 1 and 26, the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but is now made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Isn't it wonderful? Amen. He is not only a Savior, but he comes and lives inside you. Christ in you. 
Christ in you. Can you just place your hand on your chest and say, Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is my Savior. Jesus came in the world and died for me. Christ in me. The hope of glory. Oh, man, Brother Mike, he fixed your heart. He fixed it right. Hallelujah. And you're his child. And you get to go to God's good heaven. Christ in me. And he loves me with an everlasting love. He knows my name. He knows my complete DNA record. There's nothing hidden from him. And he wants me to be his child. Bow your heads for prayer. Our Father, thank you, Lord, that we can know the secret. The mystery that was hidden is now revealed to us through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. You died for us on Calvary. And it was not God tried this. He tried the age of conscience. He tried this dispensation. He tried that dispensation. It was all to prove and show how faulty everything was. The law was faulty. All of those things were faulty. But there is only one perfect way. And it's Jesus Christ dying for us. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. Thank you, Lord for your love extended to us. I pray for every person under the sound of my voice and that person this day that doesn't know you, I pray that they'll not leave without acknowledging Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Oh, God. Oh, God. We praise the name of Jesus. We praise the name of Jesus because He is not willing that any should perish, but all would come to repentance. Through his holy name. Come on around these altars, please. Come right on and seek the face of the Lord. Hallelujah. Sweet is the song I'm singing to 